Welcome to This, That, and the Other. I'm Laura. And I'm Fiocra. This is a podcast of Miscellany. You'll hear our reflections, deep thoughts, and shared experiences. It includes stories of us you may or may not know about. With some banter, laughter, and chat, we hope this podcast series keeps you entertained. Or even makes you think back in time yourselves. Let's get into it. This, that, and the other. We're back for another episode, Fiocra. It's very exciting. Of this, that, and the other. Uh, we were talking about logos, actually. Side note, before we get started, you wanted me to put a D where a T is? Why is that, Fierke? No, instead of TH. Instead of T. So you'd have this, that, and the other. TH. Oh, yeah. So the I- Irish does... The the Irish language in English pronounces the T's with a, a D. Is what Sometimes. Not everybody. I think it's adorable. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, so on this episode, we're going to talk about road trips. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about road trips with your family. Yes. My family. Yes. And then us as a family. Yes. Okay. It's very, it's very easy going. So <laughs> uh, when you think of a road trip, before we get started, like one of the first conversations we had when we were dating back like decades ago, um, we're, we're talking about family experiences and road trips. They're very different. We live in America now, but we both grew up in Canada and Ireland, and the road trip experience is quite different. Do you want to share a little bit about what your experience was, like just taking a road trip and going, getting ready for a road trip or getting on the road? Well, the idea of a road trip is completely different. Like, I think the idea of a road trip is, like, in, in the way that people know it, is usually, like, North American in its nature. I mean, in uh, Ireland is very small in comparison, so you can drive from one end of the country, one side of the country to the other side of the country in, like, three or four hours, and north to south you could probably do in five or six hours. So people in, the, in North America wouldn't even call that a road trip. That's just, like driving for them <laughs> going commute to work yeah no and i think the, the concept of the road trip uh, i think you're right in north america i'll speak to canada and the u.s like we just built roads and cars and we're really car heavy uh, so unlike europe you all have built in really good infrastructures for public transit transportation flying trains we just don't have that here so people have embraced the road trip so uh, we, I thought it would be good for us to talk about maybe our two family experiences. Uh, we'll go this and that with family one, family two, and then the other would be what you experienced in the American road trip later. So we'll get to that. Sound good? Yep. Sounds good. So Moynihan family road trips. Did you do a lot of that growing up as kids? So we actually, we did more than a lot of people, I think. I think we went to France three times from... Uh, Ireland, which is rare. I think we went via England one of the times, and the other two times you got a ferry from directly from Ireland to France, and then drove around those countries, basically. So that means like your planning for a road trip was to get to like A to B, essentially. Well, not necessarily. We did that a few times where we just like. Well, no, actually, yes. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> so 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 we did of the three different ones um only one of them we went to one destination and the other ones we went to several destinations on that so we we drive to one destination for three or four days or for a week and then we'd move and go somewhere else for a few days and then we'd move and go somewhere else for a few days again so it sounds like the purpose of like the road trip itself was to get to the destination like did you stop what what was the what was the uh, schedule like for you all? Oh, the schedule was pretty tight. We did we did instructions. <laughs> this is before the internet, 
So he'd printed out instructions from, I read like one of them was, the first one was uh, famously was Key Camp. Um, so we were saying that some Key Camp was a big sort of resort where you'd stay in basically a mobile home when you got to your place or whatever. I guess. So you drove were, and you had a key to the camp. No, that was the name of the actual organization oh. was Key Camp. Okay. But. The, but the advertisement call us if you want us to be sponsored. I'd be surprised if they're still in business. <laughs> but but they uh, they they basically printed out instructions for the driving directions that goes before there was any internet or or way to figure out where you were going unless you had those instructions. So it was high pressure generally with uh, my my father driving and my mother trying to get find the directions. And if you missed a turn, you were as fucked. Basically, you're like. You had no other way other than these directions and a map to find your way to where you were going. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty intense. And then you got the four kids in the back as well of the car with a, uh, a three-tiered seating level car for these journeys. So there was, there was yeah, as little stopping as possible because then once you got us out of the car, it was like probably a bit of uh, um, work to get us back in the car and get everybody situated again and all that sort of thing. So yeah, there, there was there was no there was very few um, stops along the way that were not planned upon. <laughs> Priority, yeah, no, and I, I laugh. Uh, fun fact: I just looked up your key camp. It still exists. It's morphed to Go Camp France. You want to sponsor us? Call us. We're we'll, <laughs> we'll do that for you. Um, no, that's funny. So that it sounds like our family's very similar. Like we both come from a frugal mindsetted family, I guess, where you plan to like get to there, be efficient, pack your snacks. If you like, we're not stopping for like any sort of milkshake. Like, I don't know how people road trip today is very different than what it was back then. You pack things in, right? You put everything in the same car as you. How'd you all fit in with all the stuff? Oh yeah. We were like sitting on sleeping bags and blankets and like, it was, it, it was like a, a Lego set or a puzzle to, like, to get everybody in. It's like it was, the Tetris. Yeah, it was like contain- <laughs> containers in between people. And then like the, depending on the size of the children, uh, who, who had to sit where in the car so everything would fit uh, and everybody would stay alive still while we were driving. That's good. And uh, so it sounds like, so destination, a lot of, you saw Europe, like you, you all would go to France and... It was all it was all France. Like we went across the borders a couple of times. Like we went into Spain and we went into Italy on one occasion where my father lost his wedding ring. Um, but um, <laughs> We'll save that one for later. We have a marriage podcast episode coming up soon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, it was just France and, and you know, like via England, as I said once. That was it. So they were like set, you timed it, you met the ferry, you got out there. Um, so were there anything along the way in the road trip, the things you would do? Like, so would you, how would you stay entertained or how would things kept the peace? So there's four in your family as kids and two adults. Uh, how did that go over? Yeah, it was so there, there, uh, two, <laughs> there, there are two big games that I remember. One of them was uh, you get to, you get to pick a color car and then you just, like just count all the cars that you could. You had to say it out loud when you saw a car, so it'd add to your total basically, and then it'd last for a while. Everybody got a color, and then whoever got the whoever got the most would get something. Probably I don't know. And the other one was polo mints. I don't. Do you know polo mints? Uh, polo and mints. One word. Two words. Two words. Polo, like Marco Polo, yeah. mints, like the peppermint things. Yeah. Okay. They're the mint with the hole. That's how they're, that's their phrase. Polo mints, no. Polo mints, the mint with the okay. hole. Okay, I think in North America they're called lifesaver <clears throat> mints, but go on. They're similar to lifesavers, but they're not. They're big, they're smaller. Mm, um, no, I'm just going to look this up. Go on, tell me about how you, what was the game? So, so Polo mints, they came in a packet. There was probably like, yeah, like lifesavers in the packet, but there was probably... Mm. 14 or 15 in a pack or something like that so basically the game was everybody would get one 
and whoever whoever had the one left the longest would get another one. <laughs> so whoever doesn't salivate the most would get the next one. Well, so, so, like my, my brother would like start chewing it like straight away, <laughs> that sort of thing. And then it was like I had a like my mother always said that I had a, po- a special pocket that I could put it into my mouth. Yeah, because I I, I it's could your just, teeth because you've had some teeth work done. Well, so now we know. I I could just deposit it there and that'd be fine. <laughs> And in the end, like, would it, would, like uh, maybe it, it needs to go on for a while. Somebody will ask after like 40 minutes, who still has theirs left? And most people would. You know, these rudimentary games, I don't think we have enough of these in the world today, Fiercra. So we're giving some ideas. Um, I think one of the reasons I wanted to talk about road trips is because we're very stationary these days, you and I. Uh, and we love it because of the COVID and uh, there's still a pandemic out there, folks. Remember that, wear your mask. Um, and we were kind of like, what what kind of things would we like to do is road trip? And it's very hard to do that now. And so I guess we should go back to those days where we did militant road trips with our families, where we only had like, get there, it's done, um, stay in the car. We have to be very like restricted, right? Mm-hmm. But you guys would stop, like y'all would like stop over at the night. Would you ever like to get to the destination have to stay somewhere? Well, usually we wouldn't. We'd have a plan that way. But sometimes, as I said, due to the aforementioned directions and not and uh, going in the wrong directions, sometimes we'd end up where we had like one particular night we got stuck, and um, my father was in a particularly bad mood at that point because he had to do all the driving or ninety percent of the driving anyway in the first place. So he probably was stressed with that and not being used to driving on the other side of the road and that sort of thing. Driving but, on the right side, you mean? No, like the wrong side for us. The right side? Um, so anyway. The directionally right side? On one specific evening, we were like, we were driving from Marseille to Paris, I think. And, um, and it was probably a fair old, like 600 mile drive, 700 miles, something like that. I don't know. But uh, it was it took a lot longer than it should have. And then at one stage, Kieran was too tired to go on and drive any longer. So he... We stopped at one. They, so they, they have lots of uh, roadside motels and stuff like that. So they, we, we stopped at a couple, but they were all full. So we eventually found one and had one room with a with a with a bed in it or a twin bed or something like that. So like that was left. You come to the end of the road. You're like, this is where we're going to stop. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is what's it. available. Yeah. Okay. So so uh, they came back with that, and Kieran wanted to go to the bed, but uh, everybody saw how angry he was. So nobody else wanted to stay there. Um, with him in the room so in the end he just uh, begrudgingly said that he was going to stay in the car so we all stayed in the car which meant we had to unpack everything out of the car that we were travelling with which was the sleeping bags uh, food containers in terms of like coolers and that sort of thing stuffed them under the car and then myself and my father had the front seats and everybody, all the other seats were rolled back so my mother and the three other kids were trying to sleep in the back Okay, wait, let's just, okay, so I'm going to explain this for people listening. They decided they were going to park in front of a hotel, not go into the hotel at this point. Yep. Put all the luggages in the car, underneath the car, like little boxes and suitcases and stuff going to the car, and just sleep there and let anyone take your stuff, like your shit's freewheeling out there for anyone to take. It was, it was like two in the morning. There was nobody around, and we were in a parking lot. There was like, it wasn't if it was like high thoroughfare with anybody around whatsoever. Still very trusting. Um, okay. And you're like, let's just go to sleep in somewhat awkward positions now in the car. Yeah. 
But then, so suddenly we saw some lights flashing around. <laughs> it was like totally dark apart from like the... Because it doesn't sound sketchy at all what you all did just there. Yeah, so obviously everybody was like, okay, quiet, stop, don't do anything. And then my brother, <laughs> who was the youngest, started like waving his hand up and down in the back. So obviously whoever was looking around was then very confused. Yeah, because you all had a very suspicious vehicle with crap underneath it. So what what was what happened then? Yeah, so it was the police. They mm-hmm. they they they'd seen a suspicious vehicle parked out in the middle of nowhere, with stuff underneath it, uh, with Irish plates. So they uh, oh, very good. Uh, uh, Ireland Republic, not North, but still still questionable. So I can't remember what happened. I can't remember. Like we knew it was the police. I can't remember if my parents got out in the end and spoke to them or whether they just went off. But uh, yeah, that was that was our one night that we slept in the car. Yeah, it does sound dodgy. Uh, fun fact, do you know what the police in France are called? The gendarme. Okay, just that was just a French test. Uh, there's very n- bits and nuggets that are in the memory there. Okay, that's good. So you you were uh, questioned by the police. You don't what ha- you don't know what happened? No, I can't remember. No, I don't know if, if they even like. I think they probably just like saw it was a car and there was like a load of suitcases underneath it and they're probably like these are weirdos yeah because they thought there were bombs under the car probably that you all stuck and uh something was going to happen we would have been a strange place to bomb to park a lot of like a shitty hotel don't know you don't know these days um so did we never fact check this with your parents Maybe this is one I we should I think we discussed it, but I don't think we talked about the outcome of what happened. At the all end. right. Maybe we have to come back to this podcast and let yep. you all know. Uh, we, we do fact check with our family to see what our memory is telling us, what's true, what's not true, and what we believe to be true. So essentially, <clears throat> that was uh, sleeping in a car mm-hmm. on the way. Okay. It was 1988, I think. Wow. Throwback there. Um, so... Family road trips are very different. We, we like you, did, like, all of our travel. I don't remember ever flying anywhere with my family. I think I was, like, three when I was on a plane when I was younger until, I don't know, college? Like, kids these days, they have it so good if they're flying somewhere for a vacation with family. Yeah, but you necessarily, you didn't have a car for your road trips as well for a lot of We them. did, but, yeah, we did have, like, okay, so we did road trip with the car a lot. Uh, my mom's from the east coast of Canada. We drove out to PEI a lot. And so we did a lot of that driving with her favorites, Anne Murray, Carly Simon. We'd sing along to any sort of Broadway musical show. Yep, Cats, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, Jesus Christ Superstar. Who any of you were in the car? It was the kids and Colleen. So it would be my mom and the three of us, or a mom and a friend. So what would happen is... Oh, I thought all the friends were in the car at one time as well. I know you... <laughs> no, 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 no. This would be Some like... Sort of clown car? Three. No, we don't. We have a wagon, a shagging wagon. We had a station wagon at the time. We did a lot of driving, driving, but it wasn't until... I think it's because I was like preteen. My dad decided to buy an RV. And that was like, yeah, like it must have been 12 or 13. And then at that point... He decided that we should start going, as most Canadians do, mainly Montreal and Ontario. They go down to Florida for Christmas and uh, March break, a.k.a. spring break in the U.S. So we during the winter months where there's lots of snow and no sun, we want to go south. And so uh, we started doing that a whole bunch of times. And then one summer, my dad's a teacher, like your mom. That's why we went on holidays in the summer. Uh, it was... Uh, he always said we wanted a pool or a pet. He's like, do you want a pool, pet, or vacations? And we opted for vacations. But little did we know these vacations would be in this RV. Um, so we drove around. A lot of our trips were through the U.S. Because I think 
gas you call petrol it's cheaper and so we drove through a lot of the u.s to get to like uh british columbia to visit family or calgary um in canada but we drive through the u.s u.s because there's so many fun things to see in america as you know well it's also a shorter faster way to get to get to where you were going faster probably more interesting because the prairies in canada are quite boring it's it's a lot of driving then in canada on the highway one um so yeah we did that we actually would go through the u.s to get to the east coast like we go through boston and maine as well like we do all that because it was cheaper we had some family or cousins lived in the u.s at the time uh but i guess we do rving the questions do you have for me about said things. No, that's what I mean. Like, that's a totally different situation because you can still like walk around and do stuff. You've got a table and you can sit and you can move. Oh, you mean in the actual... Yeah, while you're driving. RV. Yeah, you're not supposed to technically though. Yeah, but like obviously you're going to... <laughs> I'm not going to be cre- doing like a walk dinner while, I, no. while we're driving. <laughs> Fire up the grill. Let's get some scampi no, on there. No, but if you have a fight with somebody, you can move to it at the other end. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I spent like... I think we drove back from Florida when you're in my high school years uh, where I met the young, the youths of America and Canada down in Florida. And we... I must have slept like 20 hours back from Florida on the top bunk. I was like, I'm just going to sleep in one of the bunk beds and no one touched me at all. And someone like poked me like, is she dead? Uh... Good old being 17. God, I don't even remember those days. But yeah, no, you're right. You can get up and you can do stuff. You're not really supposed to. And so. Uh, you could play cards or you could like yeah, play we had, a game. And- yeah, yeah. We had a table. We had our Walkmans out. We could do puzzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. You're, you, have a, you have a bit more, I guess, palatial space compared to the car. What kind of car were you in? Uh, Peugeot 505. Okay. Now explain what that means to like any of our friends that are from. Canada it's like is. a uh, station wagon type. That that's the basic concept of it. But it's smaller than like a station wagon. No, no, no it's the same size. Okay, so okay, uh, yeah. So yeah, you could get up and stand up if you wanted to. Yes. Uh, so we had like a full. Um, is it called caravan in the in Ireland? What? Uh, an RV. Numerous, numerous cars. No, no, not <laughs> no. Uh, what is it, what's it called? Uh, no, but no, a caravan would be like a separate unit that's on the on the back of a car that's hitched up to it. Oh, that's a trailer, is what we would call that. Oh, okay, like a. So in the camping world, where you have like a fancy car and whatnot, it could be called a caravan. It could be called a uh, RV motorhome. I guess we called it motorhome a lot until we came to America. They call it RV. So it was a motorhome, fully. Think combines. We had bikes on the front or back of it. We didn't have a car, so you go where your home goes. Like you're, like you're like a turtle with your shell everywhere you go. Um, so we drove through like a lot of the Rockies and like um, North and South Dakota, and saw a lot of the Badlands, and uh, we, we were in Montana and other fun places like that that you wouldn't normally see. And there's some cool things that like. I think I'd like to do there's pieces of that those trips that I'd love to do more of because I don't remember them. I was I don't know, like I was younger then, so that might have been I was twelve or thirteen. I don't remember all these things. But there's always memories, right? Yeah. But I thought you said you were like you're you just said you were seventeen at the last one you were talking about. Oh, that was Florida. We did a lot of Floridian trips when we were in high school. How often did you go to Florida? I thought you went to Florida every year. We usually did every year. Yeah, Florida, Myrtle Beach or South Carolina, somewhere like somewhere on the east coast. Um yeah, usually Florida every year, it's like Sarasota area, uh, t- yeah, Bradenton, Tampa, that sort of thing. But like that was in high school. But this was like when we first got the motorhome. Mike decided he wanted to do like a trip from. We lived in. We grew up. I grew up in Niagara Falls. If anyone doesn't know that, uh, but I we drove from there. 
all through the U.S. out to the Rockies, and we we're going to go to B.C. So we have, yeah, so my dad's side of the family has family out in Calgary and uh, British Columbia, Trail, B.C. So we drove this 24 or 25-foot motorhome RV all contained with us. And I I think this is like my early, t like this is like one of the first trips we did. So this is before we did Florida stuff. So uh, we spent like probably a month going out and back. And uh, I guess you still like your family when you're like 12, maybe. So it was okay. It was good. It was a lot of things happened. We did a lot of tchotchke things that you like to do on road trips. Like what? Going to things like The Thing in Arizona. Like RoadsideAmerica.com is a really quirky little site. And they recommend places to stop by. And I did stop at this one place called The Thing. Because you really wanted to. And I thought it looked stupid. And a scam. It was, just, not, it was like $2 to get in. It wasn't like... It was something that I did not want to go to. Anyways, but as a family, we did those things. Like, we would stop and do some, like, see some sites. And, like, we had an idea and a plan. But, like, if you're going to go out for, like, a month or so, then it's a bit more, I guess, open. It's going to be more open. Like, how long did you go to France for? Usually two weeks. Yeah, you got a tight, tighter schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's when we had a bit, we had a month or so to play with. We we're staying with family when we got there, and so we decided to go and tour around, like back Badlands in the middle of the U.S. or go to like. So the story that I recall of us camping, we may have been packed in, but like Mike was a my dad was a very novice RV owner at the time, so he was still learning like how to level the uh, motorhome. So you know when you park somewhere. You have to like level it, so otherwise you sleep. I didn't know that. Well, you sleep at an angle, otherwise. And okay. You probably be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some whiskey or beer or wine shared. So, but like you really want, you want to level the motorhome to like make sure that people are sleeping right and whatnot. Um, so he was get he was pretty nouveau to this, and he had like. Uh, I guess RVs have these things you can pump up or down to level it, but he just got these couple boards, you know, he's old school Italian, and he got these boards to drive up and on, and uh, uh, we were leaving a place in Montana, and there was like a really bad storm the night before, and it was he was like worried about tornadoes, but there wasn't any tornadoes, but he decided we should get on the road early, he backed out, and he left these like uh, three or four, four by four wood pieces uh, he's like, oh, shit, I forgot to pick those back up at the campsite. We're like, <laughs> you know where this is going. Uh, so he was like, oh, let me just back up down the street. And the backup down the street had like a drop off of, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like little, like the street was very narrow and you dropped off to a big ditch. And so the ditch was right there and he backed up and drove into a ditch and he made the, uh, so it was normally a 90 degree where the motorhome was standing. It went into like a 45 degree into the ditch and I just heard Colleen go, Mike. Um, and so we like, they're like, get out, get out. And we all jumped out and my mom's like, not on the killer side. Cause the RV could like tumble over on the, <laughs> on the right. And so we we're like, Oh man. And so we waited for hours. We were at like this campground. It had a swimming pool. So I was like, I was pissed that I didn't have my swimsuit on like you should as a kid. Always in the summer, always have your swimsuit on if you're on a road trip, kids. You never know, you can jump out. And so we were like back in the campground, like kind of getting like kind of snarky at some things. And we're, I just remember like I must have been like 12. So my sister was like 10 or so. And uh, 
I just remember like being like, oh my God, let's take a picture in front of it. And so I convinced Colleen, like we have a picture of us standing uh, straight up and the motorhome's tilted really hard to the 45. I've never seen this picture. I should, I'll get her to scan it and maybe this could be the picture for this episode. (laughs) That says it all. Um, But like things like that happened all the time or like the RV was so new. Like you're right. You could get up and get around and yeah, like we didn't have to stop for bathroom breaks. And we learned, uh, or some of us learned in the family, you should lock the door during a bathroom break. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So here I am with Katie. We're playing, we're doing a puzzle on the table. Your sister. Yeah, my sister Katie and I were listening to, um, what was that, the name of that song, like Hot Beats 90? It was like Hot Hits 97 or the, it was something 90s, best of the 90s. Need to narrow it down. It's like one of those top. Oh, greatest hits. Greatest hits. Yeah, 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 greatest hits. Or 90, now, 90. Now, now yes. Thank you. Now, 98. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. It was like now, it was like now 97 or 96 was playing and we were like listening to Rhythm as a Dancer. Rhythm. You can feel it, you can feel it, rhythm. You know the song. Of course I do. Uh, she. It was later on at night, and Mike was whipping around some mountains, as you do, during the, you're driving through the Rockies. And uh, I guess my brother must have been in shotgun seats. And he had, like, um, we have this curtain that goes up anyway, so we could still keep the lights on and not blind the oncoming drivers. So we are like, listening to this puzzle. And Colleen did not lock the bathroom door. And Mike did a little hard break slammed in and Colleen might have flew through the cabin a bit um she was about to she was in the midst of you know finish your business there so it was just more funny to see her fly out of the bathroom and hit her head on the, the back of the captain's chair and I was sister and I didn't know what to do and we should have had more empathy but we didn't because we're little asshole preteens and so we started laughing so all I heard was like uh it's like sorry I thought I saw a deer uh, no deer. You were in pre-teens in 97? 90. Yeah, I was. I went to high school. I started high school in 98. Listen, I'm younger than you, oldie Han. We'll get to that one later. That'll be <laughs> that'll be a different episode of our experience of high school and, and college. Yeah, so there was always so a lot of more stories and lessons learned on that RV road tripping. But we did a lot of car trips as well. And driving, like, honestly, we would drive. And this is the, the mentality our household was. Like, I would remember being in grad school and going, oh, we have a five-day weekend. Who wants to go to Florida? And this is from Niagara Falls, New York. And they're like, oh, what is that? Like, 20 hours? Yeah, I'll go. We all would go and drive through. Like, 20 hours road trip is, like, intense for you. Yeah, but, like, we didn't have cars when we were 22 Oh, uh, yeah, either. that's true. Well, and, and so I was in university then. So I would have been 22 or 24 uh, at the time. And that was just common. Like, people were, like, wouldn't blink an eye at an 18-hour road trip, though. Right? If I said that to you in Europe, not driving, you would be like, what? Why? How? <laughs> how would you, how would you, like, like that's driving around Maryland twice, like, on the, on the actual outside, All on right. the coast. So, th- th- we've covered this and that. Let's talk about the other. So, road tripping in America as our family. Do you remember our first road trip? Which one? Is that the, the long one? The really no, long one? no. We did another one before that. Do you remember? It's for one of your birthdays. You fed some dolphins. Oh, when we went to uh, New Orleans. No. Or, uh, sorry. Uh, it's still in Texas. So I think you discovered driving was Austin. big. No, further south. 
Went to unfortunately went to SeaWorld. Oh yeah, San Antonio. San Antonio, yeah. yeah. So I remember for your birthday, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna go to San Antonio, blah blah." And you're like, "When's the flight?" I'm like, "Get in the car. It's four and a half hours." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm above that. <laughs> that was your attitude in Rochos. Are we gonna fly there? <laughs> no, it's just like, why would you bother? You can get to a fast road plane. Yes, fear cry. It's about the road trip and the experience. So that was your initial embracing of road trips. Mm, I don't know if that, that's that's a bit short. So for like, okay, it's like a Texas road trip. Yeah, well, not even. So like, this country is very much more spread out, and so you just get used to it being in the U.S. You're going to drive places, and uh, it's all about your perception and what you experience, right? So. Um, I remember like initially you were like, oh, can we not just fly there quicker? Like it's about efficient. You're from the efficiency side. I was like, well, we could drive there and listen to some podcasts or music or go to the back countries, the hill country in, the, in uh, Texas at least. And so you've embraced it a lot more. You've come a long way, I will say. <laughs> How do you feel about road trips now? No, I like them, but you need to have the the time to do them. You do. Well, like it's not because like vacation time is is like important hot, right? a hot so, commodity yeah, in the u.s so yeah you, might, you want to make the most out of it i don't want to spend half it in the car just like going from point a to point b but isn't the journey part of the destination isn't the journey it's the journey not the destination no not we we go to like some places very frequently and like if if there was an airport there, we'd be fine. I guess just we have to drive because... I was trying to give you the inspirational poster. It's the journey, not the destination. You're not helping me out on this. <laughs> um, but, like, don't you think that, like, part of the road trip is also good, though? We've gotten to know each other in road trips and stuff. Yeah. Right or worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, the ones I'm thinking about, it, like, you're right. I, I do think you do need more time because it's a, t- it's a, it's not just an efficiency thing, but it's a time of you want to get to the place and just relax, right? Yeah. Uh, I find driving relaxing though. You don't. You do? No. Why don't you drive the whole time then? I would love to drive the whole time. Well, we've been on road trips in other countries and you won't drive at all. Well, there's some of this left versus right versus right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, we've gone on road trips in a few different countries. And some of the countries that we visit uh, do have left lane driving. And maybe I should. Uh, You're right. That's a good call out. I'll I'll, I'll respect your call out. Um, But you did grow up and driving on, well, you didn't drive a whole lot, but you know more about the left side. I didn't drive at all. Side note, he did learn to drive on the right side of the road in Mexico City. Oh, DFA. That was my first driver's license. It was my Mexican one. That's amazing. That explains so much. <laughs> Your current driving standard. No, I like. I think driving's relaxing uh, because maybe you, I don't know, you kind of plug into something, a podcast, a book, some music. Uh, if, if there's no traffic or construction, driving's great. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was like your mother's mm-hmm. <laughs> I just heard that tone uh, so I do like I've done road trips on my own um, you've you've done it as well we've done driven up and down to Canada on our own by ourselves right um, I like it a lot I like stopping off and seeing people visiting places seeing things like I drove through St. Louis on the way back here uh, a few years ago just to see the art and see some friends in Kansas and I was like I didn't have to come that way but I, I, I did a little uh, planned detour, Kieran, that uh, showed me some other things. I don't know. I kind of like that stopping along the way or trying a restaurant or something. I don't know. Do you like road trips now? Yeah, I do. 
but again, you need the time and you need to be able to relax and do that as well. You need to be in the mood for it. All right, there's multiple variables and factors for your needs. Uh, So it makes me think of, uh, so one of our biggest road trips we took is when we were like postgraduate students again. Um, That would have been like six years ago now. Mm -hmm. Like this summer. Exactly, yeah. Almost exactly six years ago. So if you want to share a little bit about that, uh, tell, tell our listeners what we did. We did like an epic road trip. Well, the basis behind it wasn't planned as a road trip. Basically, I was, my, 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 one of my cousins was getting married from Ireland, was getting married in uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And Sedona, yeah. In Sedona. And then two weeks later, you had a conference that you were going to somewhere. In Denver. In Denver. Great city. So that's a state. Denver is not. Colorado is. Oh, that's right. How did you become a citizen? <laughs> That's for another episode. Citizenship application. Let's put that on. That's a good one. I know. I thought it was a bowler. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I know we looked at that. And then we had time off because we both just uh, graduated. So, we weren't doing anything. So, we said, okay, we will. We looked at we, we looked at the cost of flights and we looked at the cost of driving. And then we're like, yeah, what else are we doing? So, we just said, let's plan a road trip. Yeah, and it was like not that we weren't doing anything. We I was just I accepted my first job as faculty. I was a faculty member at the UNT, but that wasn't going to start till August. And you were job searching at the time, and we were like, "Well, let's use the time. Like, when else would we have? It was six weeks, like mm-hmm. to take a, a road trip around and drive around. Um, so we did like Albuquerque, New Mexico, a bunch of places in New Mexico, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, Las Cruces, all that. We did a bunch of places in Colorado. Uh, Montana, Utah, great straight, lots of cool, really interesting parks and a lot of Mormons, but a lot of different fun parks we went to. Um, where else we go? Nevada. Um, I'm trying to think if there's another state in there. Oh, Arizona. Sorry, I forgot about you. Um, yeah, so we drove around and then through parts of Texas we've never been to out in the far west side of Texas. So, yeah, how'd you feel about that road trip? That was great fun. Because you're you're like knew you had free plans to get some, a few destinations, but still. Yeah, but like we didn't have we we the only accommodation we had booked the whole time was for the wedding and mm-hmm. for the conference, and then we like uh, Steve McSweeney, our friend up in um, Salt Lake, Salt Lake. We like bumped in with them for a week, probably during that as well. Yeah, that was like our clean up and do laundry <clears throat> bit and get rid of your crappy sandals. But other than that, we had nothing booked, so basically we went from day to day. With no set plan, nowhere that we had to stay, nor that we had to go. So we were able to do Expedia last minute deals pretty much every every day at like four o'clock or whatever, get on the phone and say Priceline, come on. Oh Priceline, sorry. Your man. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Shatner. The Shatner. William Shatner. Uh yeah, we would hop on and bid. I wish we could do something like that now. It seems like there's a lot more involved in planning to do that now these days. Um, Yeah, so we had like a couple destinations and events and things to get to. um, And then we wanted to kind of explore what was around. And I guess that had us pull off at uh, things like the Petrified Forest. You weren't impressed with that? Not a forest. (laughs) Not scared at all. Not a forest. This... This is mismarketing. Or doesn't understand what petrified means. I, I do. I seem sarcastic. Oh yeah, what was that stupid thing that we we did a, few, a lot more stops in the beginning? Meteor crater. Meteor crater. There's a big effing hole in the ground, and we went there. It was good. Mm. <laughs> was it? 
I think it could have been like a good scam. I was like, man, this is this is the American way is what we learned about. I'm going to dig a big asshole and say a meteor came and then have a little museum. Brilliant. If somebody went and dug that hole, they deserve us going into paper. <laughs> <laughs> it <was> pretty big. <laughs> it was. I, you know, it could start now. This is going to be generations in the making for the next family. Um, yeah, we did. Like, I liked going out to, like, actually interesting places like Rockwall. Rock. Oh, sorry. Roswell. Roswell. Yeah. And going out through the White Sands and seeing where they launch missiles and uh, Area 51. Uh, That was very fascinating to me and questionable. I like conspiracies, though. Tombstone, Arizona. Okay, Corral. Uh, Yeah, we did a huge, huge, like, offshoot of our plan to go to Tombstone. And that was only for your father. Yeah, he's big into westerns and that sort of thing. So I said he he would have been angry if I knew that we drove past it. Like basically, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's it's two hours in one direction away from anywhere else whatsoever. But I saw the sign on the road and said, "Okay, let's go there." Yeah, I think I really enjoyed. I'd say I probably like you enjoyed. We spent a lot of time in Utah and then Colorado as well. Those are two favorite states. Uh, we just for outdoors, like the parks, the state, and the national parks. There are just amazing. Um, essentially we did like 27 different summer vacations in one, which were very fortunate, I think. Um, it was interesting to see like the landscape just driving, I thought was very fun. You also had a stupid mission that summer. Oh yeah, geez, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a World Cup. uh, So I I decided when am I ever going to have a chance to watch every World Cup game again because it wasn't working. So I watched every World Cup game, which... By the end of the knockout stages, or sorry, by the end of the actual uh, group stages became cumbersome, uh, but I did it anyway, just say I did it. So but, so when the games were on, sometimes if we're on the road, I'd have my my phone taped to the um, visor on the car and Laura drive while I watch the games. Yeah, because some people didn't know what football or soccer is in some places. That's America. Woo, they probably do. Maybe they do now. Maybe they don't. Um, I think about, I was asking if I was like, a road trip was like, you know, uh, Cormac McCarthy's The Road, an apocalyptic mission. No, it was kind of a interesting way to look at an America and the landscapes. And we did probably travel down a lot of Route 66, which is back in the day created to be that uh, driving route through small towns, which has had obviously different highways built up and around it. So that's changed. But the idea was to see like, little bits of America and we did stop at like some that roadside America.com that app that website we stopped at things that were worth a stop or to go check out anything memorable for you on that besides the okay corral was one of them the meteor crater was one was it on that too mm-hmm. oh, what else do we have to blame for that um yeah there's I like I was far more willing to go to stuff than you are you're like no that was that no there's so that. much like I'm just impressed about the inventiveness of this country there are so many things that they're like oh do you remember this hole in the, the rock? hole in the rock yeah, yeah oh my god there's a rock tell them about this this is ridiculous where is it uh, obviously in Utah oh it's it's outside of Moab oh yeah yeah so there's, yeah there's these people who basically built their home in the side of a rock they carved it out of the stone and they had a house in there and there's obviously a lot more to the story than that but that's that's what they did they built like several rooms in there i can't remember the whole thing they spent 12 years creating this by blasting into sandstone face of a cliff 14 rooms 5,000 square feet 
See, okay, when you're in that place, it does not feel that big because it's got all these tchotchke things. It was really interestingly decorated. I don't think we actually went into the house. We went to the Chucksy store and we were like, nah, we don't need to go and see that. But the it, actual- <laughs> I just like that they paint like their house name, Hole in Rock. Hole in the Rock is painted on the outside. That's what I thought was hilarious. Like, So we saw a lot of fun things. We hiked a lot of trails. We met up with friends in different places. We did, quote unquote, whitewater rafting. Or some other guy rafted for it wasn't at all. It was, it was like a gondola ride. It was a gondola ride down the, the things. Uh, yeah, there were some fun things on that trip, and I think the road trip of it though, uh, we decided to pack our old. Um, we've got these like albums of CDs. Uh, kids listening, CDs were the things you used to play the music on uh, before that was cassettes and before that were albums, and now they're back. LPs and vinyl are back, but we had these CDs that we have from. Uh, the 80s and 90s we brought with us and all oh. the music on it. I also brought my original iPod. Oh, like Whatever. iPod Generation 2? Wherever that is, yeah. It's, it's, we still have it. We can talk about our music later. But So we should have an episode on music at some point. Uh, but this is where we play like music to see what we knew and what we listened to back in the day. It's usually like 80s and 90s. It was the genre. And the, some of them are captured in time like... Um, both UK, Canada, Ireland. Like we went through different, like where you picked up music from, mm-hmm. um, and if we had heard of it, another album. So we did a lot of recon to the memories of this. I think. What else did we do? Driving. Besides watching the World Cup, some music. It's a good bonding experience. Have you ever done like that longer road trip with anyone before? No, apart from ones as a family. No, not at all. So we made it. We survived, y'all. You can do it too. Yeah, well, we did. Well, like you say, it was fun. Like we we were like we met up with my family for like yeah. My my parents decided to do a road trip on the back <laughs> of that wedding as well. So <laughs> they rented a small RV. Yeah. So so we actually we met up with them for a while uh, there and somewhere else in Sedona and somewhere else I think as well along the way. Um, and then we yeah we stayed with friends along the way as well. And then it was like periods where it was just the two of us doing whatever we want to do and then yeah i guess we had different we had a diversified experience but like yeah. you and i still do road trips like we've driven out to arkansas or oklahoma which is five or six hours we do across texas is like a huge state we've done nine hours across texas we went up to michigan last year oh yeah we did drive from tennessee no it was two years ago i think two years ago yeah yeah we did drive through tennessee we had the the dogs giving with Jack in Tennessee, uh, Nashville, and then we went up to um, Detroit, Berkeley, Michigan. Uh, yeah, we've done. I I like the road trip. I know it takes a little bit more time, and yeah, but you can stop and see things on the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we never rented an RV though, like our parents did. That takes longer. It's more exhausting. Yeah, it's not that. That's more stressful driving as well. I think. <laughs> Your dad would like pull over and be like, "Get me a drink. I'm going through this wine." So some of the roads, the America's got great roads, but like some of them are tight around those mountains. And like we went to mountainous areas. Well, when it's windy in the mountains, that's the real issue. It's not really the tightness. It's like when it's windy. And or you're, you're driving at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there's deer. Right, <laughs> on, on like, yeah, we had deer pop out in those few times. We did, but we had a we had a little Corolla that you could just swerve out of the way. Um. I guess I wanted to have this episode with you because we're going to have some future road trips one day. God, I can't wait. Where are some places you want a road trip to? I'm looking at the best road trips in America. And this Pacific Coast Highway 1 is on my list. 
Well, we're supposed to be doing a marathon there earlier this year. Okay, that's why I want to do that one. Okay, so is there any other, like, road trips? I do not want to do the great American ballparks. No, baseball. (laughs) Is there any? Sorry. Sorry, fans. Um, Beaches along Gulf of Mexico. I would do that one. Oregon to Wyoming. Interesting. Is there anything you would do? No, just nothing really that I need to go and drive to. You love the flying. No, it's not the flying. I know, I'd, I'd love to go on, like, hike places and stuff like that. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, no, I think, and more of it, I think, is, uh, it's, for me, the road trip is about experience and and maybe it's popping off to see people. It, if you could do a few of those on a trip, I think that's fun. Or sights. All right, I'll stop for the thing next time. This, that, and the other. Ting. <laughs> is that what you want? Too late now. One day. We'll get, it's, it looks really creepy. Look it up online. It's only $2. It's really, it's a mummified something fake. It's not, it's a wooden thing. You can look it up online. You can see what it is. (sighs) I'm so glad we didn't stop. I feel, I still feel good about that decision. Petrified forest, questionable. (laughs) 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 Uh, Anything else you want to talk about road trips, road tripping? Is there, have you learned anything about doing road trips in America that you hadn't previously, or North America even? Canada, I knew you did some too. We should do more in Canada. We should do more road trips in Canada. Bring more than one pair of socks when you're going away for six weeks. Uh, That's on me. Yep, true. (laughs) Uh, If you're going to go hiking, you want to pack more than one pair of socks (laughs) or any. Let's just say. That was poor planning. I've done better on that. Um, I guess when you go, we did in the summer. A lot of those places are really hot. So if you're hiking and we didn't camp. We actually wanted to camp, but that's not the time to go to those places to camp because it's too hot in Arizona. Nevada, no. Texas. Texas. We went to like the Hoover Dam and it was like 109 Fahrenheit. What's that in Celsius? I don't know. 50. Oh my God. Yeah. So you got to pick your choices of where to go, places. Those are lovely places to visit also in the fall. And then camp. Mm-hmm. So uh, next road trip you want to do, Fiacra? Seattle. Yeah. Driving to Seattle and staying there. Uh, that's our that's our hope. So, what are like your top three things you have to have in a road trip for you to be good to go? This could be like things you you want to have at hand while you're driving, or you're like the co-pilot. So, what are the top three things you got to have? Uh, music and podcasts. Okay, load it up, download it, got it. Uh, clothes that you might need along the way, not packed, like in the deep. Like if you're going like hiking stuff or whatever, just have that separate. So if you see somewhere along the way, you can just get that. So away. have like a, a go bag for fun, like yep. hiking, swimming, mm-hmm. swim togs, swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Okay, got. It. And what else? Mm, I don't know. Like cash, maybe. Because some of the small places you went to don't take credit cards. So. Yes, that's a good point. Um, I thought you'd say snooks. Snacks. We always have snacks, but like... You should have them... Not have, no, definitely pack snacks. And with snacks and beverages of like... We put some sparkling water, might put some cider in. Snack packs. Yeah, we always bring them. But like by and large, we end up not doing them along the way. And like just like drink, or eating and drinking them when we get to the destination. Yeah, picking stuff up too. Because we like stopping at places that have food on the way that you're not going to see. True, but we would, I would pack snacks still. I know. 
Hmm. I'm not saying don't pack them. Okay, fine. That's mine. Um, water always. Uh, not that you can't get things along the way, but I think this. I'm thinking more about if we're road tripping during COVID. Water. Um, another kind of sanitizer stuff. I guess we have to think about packing. We don't have hand wipes and stuff like that. So hand sanitizer, uh, Clorox wipes, masks, reusable masks. That's just life in general. I guess. Hey, our life is indoors. So this is where we're at. <laughs> uh, if you're going to road trip anywhere and listening, uh, where would you go? And, you know, get at us. And we'll talk about it in another episode. You could be this, that, and the other. Anything else you have to think about, Fikra, say about? No. Nope. Oh, check your card before you go. You don't need a breaking down. Yep. Like your water... Restraint, was it? I can't remember what it fell off. Someone fell off your car on the way down <laughs> to uh, the state or the national park down in the Mexico border. Uh, yeah, so you definitely want to make sure if you're going on a nine hour and a hot trip, uh, you've got everything checked up, tune up of your car before you go on it. So th- those are the lessons learned. And then a Toyota Corolla does not off road. That's the other lesson I learned. Well, about. it does off road. <laughs> not very well. Off road's fine. That's it on shouldn't. the. Big Bend at off road did there. So uh, well done, Corolla. You're still with us today. Oh, that's pretty. I'm pretty proud of her. Uh, Corolla's also also been on the like flats, the, like oh, soft, soft, flats. soft flats in Utah. Like it's 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 still this time. It did not speed very high, but yes, we did do that. So and we got up to the max of the go. How is that Corolla still alive? Well, it's still with us, and will probably be a road tripping vehicle. So hang tight, girl. Just hang on. She hasn't driven anywhere. She's gone like four places since March. So that's been fun. All right. Well, it's good talking about road trips. Man, I really want to go on one now. Yeah, well, you have to wait. Okay. I guess so. Be sure to listen to the next episode by subscribing to our podcast. If you're a family or friend listening to this, you know how to find us. So let's catch up. Until then, we'll be chatting about this, that, and the other.